Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Polter Gals. Spooky. <laughs> Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Debbie. And we're the Polter Gals. So, on this special episode, we have two lovely poacher pals mm. <laughs> please introduce yourselves and then also the podcast you'll have on the network as well Woo. oh yes yeah okay yeah i'm cindy little and um, our podcast is idiotic ideologies Ooh. and i'm joshua fernandez <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah so uh like y'all said you have idiotic ideologies like kind of what's that about Give us a little bit of insight on that one just to see if that'll pull an interest. I'll, I'll, I'll let Josh field that one. I, I just know I go hard in it. I mean, as far I as, like, <laughs> as, far as you does. know, um, humans and, and just being smart, what it means to be smart, logical about your decisions. If something hurts something or if something's immoral, what are you doing to say this is a quality that I, that I want to uh, obtain? You know, it's usually centered around love. And to just how do you take on these qualities of a human being with and and get rid of fear and get rid of you know so it's kind of right up the alley of this especially with fear and the unknown and, and mm -hmm. the dead and, and so with my part i'm like well how do you how do you overcome that how are you not scared of that and how do yeah. how do we find religion in that at its most pure form yeah mm -hmm. cool. yes cool. so like you said, it's that's kind of fits up our alley. At oh, least yeah. it kind of conjoins. So itself. I'm the doubter. I'm the demon hunter. I'm like, oh, oh put put me in a haunted house or He's call, the call Lucifer's one. name. Skeptic. And I will defeat the demon. Ooh, I'm scared. Ooh. Yeah. I will, I will <laughs> defeat she's the like, demon. I'm gonna you get you a shirt that says that right across. Yet. Yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Can we please no have that? comment? And what's your perspective, Cindy? <laughs> yeah, my perspective. I've I've been a paranormal investigator, uh, ghost hunter for about 14 years now, mm -hmm. and I'm also a parapsychological researcher. So, you know, I do the kind of the the geeky academic stuff as well as the fun ghost hunting stuff and um i just really kind of my way of of approaching it is just through exploration i just like to kind of see what's there and document it and hopefully eventually kind of figure out what's going on mm -hmm. Yeah. So, how does a skeptic and a ghost hunter come to start a podcast together? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I'm. I, I approach it as I, I don't know. You know, a lot of people that are skeptics can just give a conclusion and think write something off. Or, but mm -hmm. to but to say 
I want there's something I don't know about. I want to explore that, and luckily I got her, so I just explore it. And I, I don't go into it with mm-hmm. an opinion. There's apparently something that you can't explain there, and and, and with me, I, I I tend to my my brain goes to more of a physics side and, and mm-hmm. you know particles and, and electromagnetic waves and just uh, concentrations of energy of of that kind of thing. And yeah, Cindy's definitely more uh, uh, everything. I don't know. Cindy's just open minded to it all. Yeah. Sorry. All Pause. Right. <laughs> it's in my wallet. Thank you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, uh, no problem no uh, josh mm-hmm. yeah josh and i got to talking about it we've been friends for a while now and and um showed an interest in it because you know i told him i said oh yeah i do ghost hunting and he's like oh that's really interesting and and yeah he's kind of more it's another in, way to study people like what are, oh, what's yeah. going on with the brain you know that yeah create, and maybe can it create stuff you know we're talking with her I yeah. can say I don't know. I don't know the, our and power of mind. Don't don't get ahead of your, <laughs> yeah. Don't get ahead. Don't get ahead. The powers don't of exploration. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. So I explore. Do a lot of observation. A lot of data collection. Mm-hmm. I approach it kind of from a so from very a scientific. Yes, mm-hmm. analytical point of view. And um, Josh says, "Oh yeah, that sounds really interesting." And and um, so he comes on investigations with me now. That's cool. And so yeah, thankfully. We haven't run into anything demonic. <laughs> not that he's not <laughs> calling these things out. Yeah. But um, so yes, it is. It is a lot of fun. It's really interesting. It it incorporates so many things. It incorporates you know critical thought, fun technology, really strange experiences, history, being able to go into these like really cool places that are rumored to be haunted and experiencing just crazy stuff Mm -hmm. so uh, you know it's i i love it it's it's just really a lot of fun Mm -hmm. so when you do go out on investigations what do you take into consideration as far as what's causing that haunt like i i know that we had talked a little bit about like people Mm -hmm. right time right place history Mm -hmm. Do you take that into consideration when walking into an investigation or you do you just try to clean slate it all and whatever happens happens? You know, I'm you know, I have friends that are psychics and they like to go in cold cold like that. Mm-hmm. They call it we're just gonna go in cold. I don't know anything about it. I'm just gonna go in and, and see what I see. I'm I'm just the opposite because if I want to collect data and observe, I want to make sure that my equipment's set up in the right way. I'm asking the right kind of questions and um, trying to figure out, like you said, what could be causing this activity, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And I mean, seriously, that is the million dollar question yeah. is we really don't have a handle on it yet. And um, yeah, right now, like I was saying earlier, yes, um, best I can determine there's some kind of energy interplay between the right person or right people in the right place at the right time. Yeah. So how that all comes together into ghosts and poltergeists and things, I'm not exactly sure. Um, Nobody is, but there's lots of people out there trying to figure it out. Yeah, and that's what makes it so fun. Yes. If you don't mind, I'm sure kind of like Josh is starting to figure out like the difference in residual energy, poltergeist. If you don't mind just kind of touching on that because we, we... We talk about that a lot, we, like we the differences. We kind of talk about it, but we don't go in depth about the differences. So like we, most people probably won't know what the difference of a poltergeist or a residual energy compared to demonic energy compared to 
an intelligent spirit. So a lot of people don't have that understanding. So if you don't mind, just kind of oh yeah, touching touching up on that. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, there's general categories of paranormal activity, um, and they oftentimes intersect and overlap. I mean, rarely do you go into a haunted place and just see a ghost or what we call an apparition, mm-hmm. you know, without any of these other things going on. So the three general categories are apparitions or intelligent haunts, residual energy or place memory, and poltergeist activity. And so apparitions or intelligent haunts are exactly what everybody thinks of when they think of a ghost. They think of, you know, here comes this um kind of transparent figure, but a lot of times they're not transparent. A lot of times they look just like people mm-hmm. only in, and, and they think, you know, others think they're people until they do non-people things like walk through a wall or something or disappear. And they interact with, with the living. So they can talk to living people or they'll, you know, recognize you just by looking at you or touch you or, or something along those lines. So any kind of interaction that's, that's what we call an apparitional or an intelligent haunt. Place memory or uh, residual haunts, like you were mentioning, um, are kind of like your your DVD player at home. So somehow, some event got uh, trapped in this environment. We don't exactly know how this energy got trapped there, but at some, if the conditions are right, it will play back and. Um, that's they don't interact it's it's just like watching a movie so that is a a residual haunt and and it doesn't it doesn't only have to be seen like a ghostly figure you know walking across a stage at a haunted theater for example you know every tuesday fred the ghost walks across the stage blah 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 Um, it can be footsteps it can be voices it can be smells smells are like super common Mm -hmm. phantom Cigarette smoke, cigar smoke, smoke, perfume. Yes, 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 yes. So that reoccur. There's no interaction. Sounds are really common. Um, You know, so that's that's a residual or we call place memory. Poltergeist activity is just like you see in the movies where it's it's stuff moving around, knocks, bangs, um, objects levitating, objects that will like transport, we call it translocation, mm-hmm. where, you know, say you're sitting and you're, you got your TV remote next to you and, and then you look over and it disappears and lo and behold, you go and find it on top of the refrigerator in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So things like that. So those are kind of the three general categories, but in most haunted um, places, all three of those things tend to be in play. Mm-hmm. So you you really it's really hard to kind of parse them out, I guess, and try to divide them up because yeah. they all kind of happen in the same place. Yeah. So I know, like you said, Josh has been joining you mm-hmm. on some of those investigations. How does that kind of like play out for y'all? Like, because I know obviously he's more of the skeptic, like he said. So when you go into it, do you go into it just like, okay, this is that thing? Do you sometimes try to use him being a skeptic to trigger certain things to happen to see if it'll trigger or just kind of like, oh, we don't play that's a little too dirty, like dirty play for you all. (laughs) You know, here's the funny thing 
Josh hasn't been on too many investigations with me. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he says he's, he's Mr. Skeptic and I totally believe that, but he's open to experiences, but I think he's actually a little more sensitive to activity than I am. I am not very sensitive at all, but I mean, he's able to, what I've seen so far, actually pick up on, on energies in places. And so that is going to, whether he chooses to use it or not, that is going to actually come in very handy, but I'll, I'll let him answer that's a good, the, that's the a good question kind of there. Per- <laughs> perception thing, since you mentioned that, um, which I, you know, there's no conclusion or doubt, but there is always this kind of uh, you know, f- feeling energies. I, I tend to see it as uh, your mind just wandering or your mind getting to you. You know, just for an example, like a, a, a dark room, you know, pitch black, but another pitch black room doesn't scare you. But for some reason, this pitch black room, you, you, you just takes a little extra effort to get in there. And, you know, you, but, but you, to me, I'm telling myself, it's just, it's just my mind. It, it's it, uh, but, but it's funny to me that it won't happen anywhere else, but mm-hmm. for some reason that room, so it's, it's worth the observation to take note of it. But still, I, I would still go, go to that thing of I'm not going to allow this to uh, inhibit me from moving yeah. forward or from mm-hmm. doing something and, and to, uh, yeah, just be be calm in the face of whatever's coming. Kind of, kind of whatever's thing. coming. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you've been doing this for 14 years. So how did you even get started in this? Oh, man, I've always had an interest in it. And. It started when I was about nine or 10 years old and I got this book out of the library that was real ghost stories. And I thought that was really intriguing. You know, I thought, oh man, real ghost stories, not Mm -hmm. just, you know, story stories. (laughs) And this one, it just captured my attention. It was about Jeff G-E-F, and you can look this up on the internet, it was a really super famous case in Britain, years, like back in the 1930s. Jeff the Talking Mongoose. Mm-hmm. And they actually, this, yes, in the I house. know. Yeah, I've heard this You've one. heard of Jeff? Yes. yes, he's famous. Very it famous. was this this family that lived in the country um, in Britain. I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure where. Um, and they had they swore they had a talking mongoose living in the walls mm-hmm. of their home, and the little girl could like talk to him and like all kinds of crazy yes, stuff. Yes, Voris, yeah, um, yeah, and it would sing songs to them. It would follow them if they would like walk down the driveway. It would talk to them. It had a really dirty mouth and would cuss, mm-hmm. and and so I was just. Oh my gosh, I was just fascinated. That just hooked me. And to this day, they still there's still no consens- consensus on what was going on there. Mm-hmm. Something crazy was going on there. Yeah, and they had like their neighbors and guests that would come to the house and yes. they would get entertained by the mongoose. By the mongoose. Um, and yeah. they've even done investigations as to, um, a lot of people believe that the daughter was doing some sort of ventriloquism right. and like throwing her voice. Um, they looked for like speakers, but you know, obviously that wasn't like a thing, but they were looking right. for some sort of voice box. Yeah. Uh, and it's just a very interesting uh, case. So it's, it's yeah. very... So that hooked me and then um, from there on, I've, I've just always had an interest in it. And then, of course, fast forward many years, and then all the ghost hunting shows came on because mm-hmm. I thought, well, this would be fun to investigate, but I don't know what to use or even where to start. And that that's kind of like where I saw, oh, this is the instruments that they use. And then from there, I just continued my studies and started investigating. And so here I am today. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> 
Well, I would like to ask Josh the same question, but before we do, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Break! And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And now, a word from our sponsors. Spooky. <laughs> All right, so we're back, and we just finished up what got Sydney interested in the paranormal. So I'd like to ask you the same question, Josh, especially since you're a skeptic and... Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. last week, which should be dropped tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, Brad Turner, you know, he's kind of a skeptic. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he stated that he, he doesn't care does, if they're true care, or false. Doesn't care, doesn't have any interest in. He's more really, of a recorder rather than yeah. a yeah, folklore. He's yeah. really into the haunted yeah. folklore. Yes. So, oh, he loves the goat man. Um, that's, uh, that's yeah. all yeah. you need to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Goat man's his thing. Goat man's his um, thing. <laughs> <laughs> but... He said that he wasn't really interested in like seeking out, going after any of that. So for someone that's another skeptic, what kind of got you interested in wanting to at least go after it and pursue it? And actually explore it. Yeah. I guess that goes back to that whole conquering thing of what's really out there. And then just to see, you know, it's amazing how, you know, somebody can have a a testimony about it, but there's just, where's the consistency and, and where's the... You know, everything just seems like it doesn't really link together. Mm-hmm. There's not, and if you have one person notice it, there's just so much doubt within it. But I think, I mean, bottom line was just the, the, the conquering of even if these these are demons or some kind of multidimensional thing or whatever it is that the fact the fact that you're alive, the the more you fear you have towards it, the, the weaker it's going to make you, so to speak. So, um, th- when there's an opportunity to check it out. Well, first of all, it's just I I don't want to I want to have an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. So. I, I don't know why people have opinion about things that they have no experience about. You know, you watch it. Oh, wow. No, but are you doing it? So, so now that I'm doing it, there's, I can have a little bit, a bit of a conversation about it. And, it. and it's great to have a conversation about it because stuff's important. This is, I, I would argue about why it has such a pro- profound effect on people, but it's, it's apparent that it's uncertainty. It's the unknown. It's you're wondering if there's a heaven and this and that. So it's good to be able to at least talk to people about it. And then that way, uh, I have more understanding when I go into these conversations about, you know, h- helping somebody through something uh, fearful or whatever is causing them to, you know, not get their life together, think that their life's not the best, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So I know that a lot of the time, especially when you're doing like a house call, so to mm-hmm. speak, um, <laughs> if mm-hmm. you're trying to help them 
on how to handle the situation like you're talking about how to not give in to that fear mm-hmm. um and this is something that kind of what y'all talk about religion and mm-hmm. uh what how people view that how different re- so what kind of like helps you with that because you know some people are very faith-based whereas they're like oh god's gonna handle this god's got it you gotta tell, give it to god where some people like if you look at the native americans they'll go in and have their people bless bless you bless the house so and your expertise what kind of what what do you think about all of that uh, well, I guess protection from like the yeah, or, so or kind of even just protect not having fear, right? Yeah, yeah. the fear because you know, like different people believe in protection, how to handle right. the situation, and that's going to vary from what y'all talk about on y'all show the religion aspect, the like the m- different people's yeah, the mindset, mind the walk, mm-hmm. the walk of life that they go through. So I think, uh, at least in my experience, what I've found is education is really probably the key to helping people become less less fearful but yeah mm-hmm. you're absolutely right and and like i think josh touched on an important point too about you want to try and alleviate people's fear um if and that's something i always ask if there's people involved you know is what's your fear level basically mm-hmm. you know how scared are you and i try my best off the bat to reassure them that you know what 99.9% of these cases, there is nothing to fear. I know it's spooky. I know it's weird. We we can't really explain what's going on, but I really don't think you have, you know, anything to worry about. Um, I personally don't get involved too much faith-wise, you know, mm-hmm. and, and um, say, you know, you need to do this ritual or you need to say this prayer or I I really come at it from I think this is something that's most likely natural and it's just something we don't understand yet and we'll try and figure it out and you know but if there's something that is is evil or awful you know then we'll walk down that path but yeah there's and I I know it's it's and there again, it's just not, that is not really cut and dried because yes, those two things start to intermingle very, very quickly, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so it's, it's a really, it's a difficult path to walk sometimes, mm-hmm. but I just try to educate them and I try to give them control over the situation as much as possible. I used to do home visits. I don't do home visits anymore. And when I did, I was, I would really try to step back and say, hey, why don't you try these things, you know, because I'm an outsider and you all are experiencing these things every day. So I'm going to give you some ideas on how to kind of handle this on your own Mm -hmm. since you're in the home and, and give you control over the situation. I, I remember one time there was a family and this apparition kept showing up in the little boy's room and he wasn't a little boy. I'd say he was probably about 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. So I just lent him one of my cameras and I said, anything strange going on? He goes, I, I, you're my ghost hunter. Now you're my ghost hunter. You know, I need you to, to video it. So you can, you can be brave. You can do this. 
And that's really all it took. And I mean, and, oh, he was hilarious. I mean, I got these videos back. He's like, this is Duncan. It is now midnight. <laughs> and I heard a strange noise. Let's go investigate. That's <laughs> You know, and so, and it was great. And it kind of mm-hmm. helped give a little bit of control mm-hmm. over the situation. And we're finding that in a lot of, at least like the poltergeist cases, the energy feeds on fear. Mm-hmm. And so if you can bring those fear levels down, um, a lot of time the activity will, will calm down or go away altogether. Yeah. So. Okay. So uh, you, you really just aimed for that fear factor to mm-hmm. ma- so it, to main, be maintained by the household or whoever is at that location. Um, I know that like some of the stuff that I watched, it's, uh, like dead files is one of the shows I oh, thoroughly yeah. enjoy to watch the potty and, mouth psychic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, she, it's a fun show to watch. It's, it's a fun show to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I, I enjoy it partially because of the parent. I enjoy the paranormal side. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my dad into it cause my dad's very much like Josh, very much skeptic. Uh, he's retired white waco police officer oh wow um so he thoroughly enjoyed it but even he didn't understand when she's like oh well you're gonna need to get a reiki master to help with this you're gonna have to get a shaman to come in and do this you're gonna so that's why i was like well what does that kind of mean like when that when you get people like that from different religion groups from different uh kind of like backgrounds to go in and cleanse a property or even cleanse a person. Um, cause I, I don't know how accurate it is if a spirit can cling onto a person, mm-hmm. um, and what that kind of looks like as yeah. far as that, how that goes. Yeah. And you bring up some really good points. Um, we're getting ready to go to an investigation here pretty soon at a, at a local business. And we, you know, just, at the very basic level, one of the very first things I tell people is to, you know, and this gives them something to do, is to sage. You know, you do a smudging, you do saging. And that literally cleans the air. I mean, like physically cleans the air. There have been some studies done on that. And so I figure kind of the thinking behind it, it's been used in a lot of rituals. It smells really good. And it cleans the air. It Maybe it'll affect the energy in a place. I don't know for certain, but you figure, you know, it's not going to hurt, but even doing a simple ritual like this after our first visit to this place, um, I thought all was well. They, and so they decided that they were going to sage. They saged this past weekend and they got back to me and, and Josh, and they said it got worse. Oh goodness. So even just this one little ritual, mm-hmm. they said things have kicked up even worse. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, oh boy, okay, now we're going to have to go back and see what else we can figure out. So yeah, you make a really good point that yeah, yeah I've seen that show and yeah, mm-hmm. she, she usually has a laundry list of mm-hmm. things that they need to do. And I mean, I don't know that that's going to make things better. I think that there's a much higher possibility that it could stir things up and make things worse. Mm -hmm. So you just got to be really careful. 
Mm-hmm. So I got a little story about that. You mentioned what it looks like when spirits attached to you. Mm-hmm. And um, of course we, we, we know the, the regular stuff and then and Cindy probably has uh, her, her thoughts on that. But I have one story that was kind of unknown as far as a ghost experience with me. Oh, well, I say ghost, but uh, what would you call it? It was just somebody was messing with, well, let me just tell the story. Uh, Waverly Hills. You've heard of Waverly Hills Sanatorium? Mm-hmm. Yes. Or sanitation, yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. It's a, it's a sanatorium. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have haunted houses there, and they and they have tours. It's awesome during the month of October. We, we go every year pretty much, and so we went to the haunted house this year. I used to live in Lexington, Kentucky, and where this place is at, it's about a two-hour drive, but I, I don't know nobody that works there. I don't know who would work there. It would just be a coincidence if someone did. But while I was in the haunted house, they tell you, you know, if somebody's messing with you, it's not the actors, it's it's the spirits. And when I went in there, the, there was a guy at one point started biting my back, like just being up close and biting my back. Mm-hmm. And then I could swear, you know, there's sound going on, but I could hear him saying, run, Joshy, run, Joshy, calling me Joshy. And, and I wanted to turn around and say, I got you. You know, like, I, I, what, what the hell's going on? Are you, what, are yeah, you, what are you saying right now? Because this is where people start to get crazy and say, oh, yeah, I had yeah. an experience. But you have a thought and the thought says, don't ruin the experience. Just keep, yeah. just keep walking. And to me, that's, you know, you, you, when, when you give thought such power, you know, it's easy to be manipulated, you know. So if you want to make a decision to, to, to just make it, that's just me preaching. But what, what I was saying is um, it was just odd that, you know, that in that moment, something just took me over, so to speak. It was a thought, but that thought just, it turned the other cheek, you know, and it, and it just left it a mystery now. But I, I'm very set on that was... Mm-hmm. I could swear. What else could he be saying? Yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, Are there any cre- other? And I had my ex girlfriend with me, but I don't know creepy. if she's really paying attention. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well. But, but you know, so yeah. yeah. Just, so that's why it's so important to me to t- to talk to people about you know your thoughts and how you you let them control. You just realize a thought is a thought. You put it in its place. Yeah. But don't let yeah. it make decisions for you or tell you make assumptions and opinions. That's where all this mm-hmm. stuff comes from. And, and you know, and to me, that's what the spirit looks like. You know, how mm-hmm. many people were actually possessed walking around this? How many? How many of us are possessed at this moment? Mm-hmm. You know. The devil is the mo- the greatest manipulator ever. You're not going to mm-hmm. know if you're possessed, mm-hmm. so to speak. But yeah, that was just my two cents. You know? Yeah. Are there <laughs> any other um, experiences that have really become touchstones for um, most of your investigations or now your practice oh, moving forward? You got to mention it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not. It it's been found that people that have more psychic sensitivities, you know, tend to have more experiences, mm-hmm. and it's not just because they're biased toward it. For some reason, they they just seem to actually have more genuine experiences, and so I am not psychically sensitive. I'm like the complete opposite, <laughs> and so I'd been investigating for about ten years, and I was at the Palace Theater in Marlin, which is just haunted, mm-hmm. uh, pretty pretty. <laughs> actively haunted and we do uh it was my first time there and i was on a a tour slash kind of ghost hunt thing for the public we uh, now i'm part of this we do these we we're getting set to do another one hopefully this summer called paranormal university where we invite the public in and we teach them how to ghost hunt the theater well i was a guest at that time and so you know i had my little meter with me i always carry my little emf meter Mm -hmm. to check out electrical fields and so we were down in the basement and it was really kind of dim but you could see i mean you could still see and so i was looking at my little meter and i was looking at the guests and stuff and so i see this guest over in the corner this this man and then i see another man standing behind him and i'm thinking oh it's just another guest you know and so then i watched that other man step out from behind 
the the first guy and he was you know just a normal looking guy he had a light shirt on dark pants dark hair you know medium build and i just thought okay he's just one of the was guests he cute? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was he cute? oh he was so hot <laughs> yeah. anyway and so so anyway so this 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 man comes walking towards me mm-hmm. and I'm thinking it's just another guest, but then he stand, He gets about, you know, to the side of me and he disappears. Oh, goodness. Yeah, he just like flat out disappears. And I'm like, holy crap, that was a ghost. Mm-hmm. I actually saw my first ghost. And of course, this is like after 10 years of mm-hmm. investigating. But I was like pretty excited. And I was like, oh my gosh, you guys have seen a ghost. I saw a mm-hmm. ghost, he just, but he just disappeared, you know. And so that was, <laughs> no, was I promise he was there. Really, I promise, yeah, now I knew. I knew how all those other people felt, you yeah. know. They're just mm-hmm. like, no, really, really, I saw this. One time I don't have my camera. <laughs> yeah, like, well, I didn't have my camera. Yeah, but um, so that was like really cool i i thought that was great and i've, I've had other you know kind of more ambiguous type experiences mm-hmm. here and there hearing strange noises the smells the you know stuff like that but so far and i mean i haven't seen anything like that mm-hmm. since so which kind of brings me to the point that the tv shows really have kind of just done a disservice to is that genuine paranormal experience experiences are rare Mm -hmm. they don't happen like the tv shows show that they happen that it's like oh every week we're gonna have Mm -hmm. a ghost on the show you know it it just is really rare and so i talk to people often about what i do and they're usually very interested in it and when i tell them i go it's not for everybody Mm -hmm. um you know yes you can come on a ghost hunt or one of our paranormal universities or whatever but it's a it's a lot more like fishing mm-hmm. and lots of and waiting, lots of sitting. You said and the experience waiting. of just sitting in a nice place or like the Marlin Theater is beautiful, so it's just cool to be in it. Or Cameron yeah. Park, just hanging out in Cameron Park, and like, yeah, you, know, you might see yeah. a ghost. You <laughs> might, yeah, yeah. bonus, yeah. you know, because yeah. and so you know because yes, it's a lot of sitting and waiting, and if you're somebody who has a a quieter, more observant disposition. So not me. Yeah. Well, yeah I was say, <laughs> then um, you're most likely going to probably enjoy it more mm-hmm. because you can like exactly like what Josh said, you know, and jo- Josh is a little more like that. He's a little more quieter, calmer disposition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I just find that people that are like that tend to really enjoy it more. And not only that, but they're more likely to get in ghost sightings Mm. because they're putting themselves in the position of being being quiet being observant being open to it but yeah if you're a little more adhd and you know no offense against people who have adhd but (laughs) if you're a little more i nothing's happening nothing's happening exactly nothing's Mm. happening you know some food let's yeah yeah, let's go get something (laughs) to eat then that's great i mean good for you i mean this may just not be something that you're interested in and you're going to get bored really Mm -hmm. really fast so i guess that's the Mm -hmm. long way around (laughs) it there's a lot 
of a there's a whole lot of nothing yeah that goes mm-hmm. on and i've heard that the experience is very meditative overall and it's very much about like that introspection it's about the yes. meditation the repetition um and mm-hmm. it's more of you know again a self-practice um even in the aspect of ghost hunting mm-hmm. um and you know you spoke on it you know we all have our preset biases we all have those thoughts in our head that mm-hmm. can get overtaken mm-hmm. um and so those it really just takes that yeah who knows you gotta fight it fight the thoughts josh yeah. and his demons <laughs> <laughs> he's ready. He's, he's, he's looking. ready. So I need to get him some steaks and crucifixes yeah. or something. So have yeah. you guys had any other negative experiences or anything you guys would like to share? I've had to tell him that time that poster board. I I, I had a poster board. Uh, it's, a, it's a thick one. It's a piece of wood. And it's I had a thing in front of it, this money jar in front of it, just holding it up. So it's against the wall and it's being propped up at an angle mm-hmm. with the money jar. And in the middle of the night, the whole thing just flips over. Oh, my gosh. Because like, it didn't slide the money jar off, so it flipped over. I just kind of lift my head up and I, I just said something like, leave me alone. I went back to sleep. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I'm, not talking, I'm not dealing with you right now. I haven't yeah. even heard that one. I, th- I think oh. I told you once real quick and then it was just a, a oh quick thing. I, I, no, I think I told you, yeah. Um, you heard it here yeah. first? Yeah. You heard it? Wow. <laughs> that, that was more big when I was kind of, I don't know, I just first discovered kind of demon hunting and I was just a little bit more, I guess, uh, thoughtful of it. Yeah. Now, now I don't think so much about it now, but you know, before it's like, you know, screw these demons and you know, a little more talkative about it. Okay, so, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I was, I guess I was more excited about. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> anyway, no, I haven't had anything negative happen. Oh, wow. Uh, yet. And I hope to keep it that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. I feel like sometimes with our episodes, we get very caught up in like, this is a dark place. This yeah. is negative energy yeah. on negative <laughs> energy feeding into negative energy. But then there are some episodes where we're just like, yeah. this one's more lighthearted, obviously. Yeah. And I'm There's nothing that. bad. Mm-hmm. To me, it's a win-win because if something mm-hmm. like that happens, that would have such a profound effect on. I mean, yeah. especially if you, if you if you if we were to somehow single out this is a de- demonic thing, then mm-hmm. it's like, oh shit! Well, then there's definitely a world mm-hmm. outside of this. I'm free, man. Yeah. I'm, I mean, there's the proof right there. I experienced it, and so nothing's gonna shake me, so to speak. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny when you get into those dark, like more like colored, saturated yeah. places. Like I think one of them was. Pavoglia. Yeah, Pavoglia. Yeah. It was like it was, um, an island off the coast of Italy yeah. um, that they actually sent all of their sick to. Yeah. Um, oh, and I've so, um, and the place. island's like divided by a river, and half of it was yes. graveyard, half of it was the infirmary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was used as like a prison, and then it was used again during the next yeah. pandemic. And then it wow. was just like it's, layers upon layers of yeah. history of trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we talk a lot about a lot of about yeah. the traumas like adding on top of each other those negative energies building right. on top of each other um but it's very rare you know sometimes we'll just have episodes where we're like we've been talking about a lot of deep stuff so let's just talk yeah. about this yeah. little yeah. haunting <laughs> fun yeah stuff. let's talk about this light when they don't do anything bad maybe just a few little taps on your shoulder yeah. it's yeah. good <laughs> talking mongoose yeah talking yeah. talking mongoose <laughs> we need to do that one yeah you guys but, need to do jeff mm-hmm. yeah yeah anyway. it's 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 been kind of you know interesting going through that because like i said we've never Mm -hmm. it's interesting getting more of like a professional experience how it's Mm -hmm. done getting insight from josh as a skeptic and stuff like that because we don't do that we just that's like yeah we just tell the stories (laughs) we're like slap here's the history here's the hauntings (laughs) oh my gosh yeah if when our next paranormal university comes up Mm -hmm. you got to come out to marlin to the palace theater 
and and come to one of our paranormal universities. Yeah, and you're actually Ooh. doing classes at MCC right now, right? Yes, yes. So you're I doing my for last your, class yeah. um, this this past week. Yes, I do a class on paranormal investigating in the fall mm-hmm. and a class on. Waco Haunts. And that's through the Continued Education the Program. Yeah. Yes, through MCC's Continuing Education Program. And, and being with her and, and even my buddy doing ghost hunting, you can't deny that there's something making the EMF reader go off mm-hmm. and things like that. And Bruceville Eddie Cemetery's got a, a pretty, I need to want to oh, take her. Right, it's got yeah. a pretty active place. Mm-hmm. That's always, the EMF reader always goes off. And being with her now, I look around for electric signals mm-hmm. and make sure what's going on. So that so yeah, you say skeptic, and then and in my head, I'm like, hmm, am I actually a skeptic? I mean, I know something's happening. I mean, I'm not gonna say yeah. nothing. And then we talked about physics. I'll mention this real quick. But you you know, I forget the name of the particle, but you have billions of these going through your body. Mm-hmm. And just imagine there's something like the Bermuda Triangle, where there's just little pockets of these particles and these and these energies. And um, but then again, you got to consider the mind and how powerful it becomes mm-hmm. when people um, start to experience these things. Like she said, there's certain people get into a room, and then there's a the energies just happen. So, you know, I'm just considering all this and yeah, not yeah. making a conclusion, but there's something there. There's something. There's, some, there's something happening. And, you know, that's yeah. what a truly skeptical person is. Mm-hmm. I mean, skeptics are people that if you're genuinely a skeptic, that means that you're open to, mm-hmm. you know, having your mind changed. Blown. Yeah. Or <laughs> blown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that's what I'm with her for. I want and my even mom just blown. telling your experiences, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. it's showing that you're open to this. Yes. And it's yeah, you not just like shutting it down. General, you know, right. when we have yeah. our conclusions or we say you're wrong and then you're mm-hmm. dumb, like, that's just weird to me. Mm-hmm. So getting, having her, that was a good opportunity to, to face, you know, just seeing when I was younger and how the attitude that, that you have as a young kid and then just being older now, I don't know what you call it, but to, to just, you're open-minded. What it really means to be open-minded and to make new discoveries and to contribute as a human being yeah. and not just as a, your petty, you know, yeah. worries and you're, you're arguing, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, I appreciate y'all's insight awesome. on this and everything you guys have brought to this conversation. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this yeah was, well you're this, very welcome this has been a lot of fun yeah <laughs> i could i can talk i can talk fun. your ear we off. Talk forever yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love is there anything stuff. else you guys would like to leave our listeners with today i you know if you're interested in this get out there mm-hmm. um give it a you know go to go to some of these haunted locations go to some of the ghost tours you know and just just see what it's all about and see what you think mm-hmm. um it's it's just a really fascinating field of study yeah and so and and you do it long enough and you put yourself in these situations long enough you're gonna see some weird crap and that's what we're here for yeah. <laughs> you really will yeah so that's that's all I got. All right. Well, I guess before we leave, just make it a little fun. What do you think about? Um, uh, I guess it's a question of seeing. We haven't really talked about it, but man, I'm well, gets me also fascinated into this stuff. And this is just more of entertainment. But like a Stephen King and, and mm-hmm. H.P. Lovecraft and the the universes of Cthulhu and just mm-hmm. these monsters. Um, and I, I guess your opinion would be more of how I much love would you buy well. into that? How much <laughs> yeah. do you think? I mean, I guess you and I know you're open to possibilities, but you know, that's. That gets me really cool, really into it. I, even though it's scary and, you know, you're talking about going mad and crazy, but yeah. it makes the, I don't know, the exploration a little more, some substance yeah. to it. Yeah, and so I mean, I feel like there's like a lot of crossover between like the legends and superstitions yes. and cryptids and uh, what is it, the anomalies? Like those are really popular right now. So finding the like anomalies. And yeah, and yeah. just yeah. stuff like that yeah. where it's like, oh, so that's interesting and it kind of can go into this or other dimensions or mm-hmm. as I've mentioned on the show mm-hmm. before, Faye or any mm-hmm. other sub i say like subgenre, subculture of yeah <laughs> the paranormal <laughs> oh yeah yeah now yeah 
We live in a strange and mysterious world. There we go. I guess that's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Humans make it strange and yeah, we're strange and mysterious. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm, I want to find out what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys again yeah. so much for joining well, us today. Um, really appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, that was Thanks fun. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Polter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.